Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Nick Asylum Podcast. So I did go back and listen to the audio on the last podcast after I uploaded it, and it sounds like trash. So I need to move my mouth away from the mic. I have a blue Yeti, okay? So I don't know why I feel like I need to fucking be all up on the mic where I can hear myself. You know what I'm saying? Because it picks up just fine. Like this Yeti could pick up noise from all the way from my upstairs room all the way downstairs right? But it sounds a lot better when you put headphones in because I have the headphones in and it eliminates a lot of the noise. It reduces a lot of it. If I take out my headphones right now, it'll sound like, um, you know how you put somebody on speaker and they have you sitting on the bed and they're like standing there talking to you and you could tell you're on speaker. That's how it is. All right. So, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about crazy shit that's happened to me and I've seen in my life, okay? First off, let's talk about twins, okay? I've never spoken about this until now. So, y'all know twins, right? I had a teacher, you know, she had triplets, um, but they were babies, so obviously everybody looked the same. But y'all know the sweet life of Zach and Cody, Cole and Dylan Sprouse, they're twins, but you know which one's which, right? I've always been good at pointing out who's who when it comes to twins. My friends, Daniel and Benjamin, I don't really have to do that because they're infernal twins, so they look completely fucking different. Daniel's tall, slender, and then Benjamin is short and pudgier and more tan, and Daniel's pasty white. I'm like, are y'all sure y'all twins? Because y'all look nothing alike at all. You look like y'all could just be stepbrothers, bruh. That's how not alike y'all look. I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm being dead-ass serious. Okay. But, here's the crazy part. I went to Chick-fil-A. And you know how you pull in the line now when they have the people standing outside? When it gets busy and they start taking your order? They have that little uh, piece of paper. And then they have the little card reader. And so you pay them and then you go up to the lady or gentleman at the umbrella They give you your receipt, and then you go up to the window, and they hand your food out to you. I shit you not, the person I was taking my order, his name was Joseph, right? I read his name tag, I don't know why, but I looked at this guy, and I'm like, all right, cool, he got some big eyes, he's got that, you know, TikTok hairdo, and skinny, he looked like he could blow up on TikTok. I'm sorry, like... I stereotype when it comes to TikTok. Like, I'm like, mm, you look like a TikTok boy. You look like a TikTok boy. You look like a fucking YouTube person. So this guy looks like a TikToker, okay? But he was in training. So I pull up after I pay him. I pull up to the uh, lady in the umbrella. She gives me her seat. I go out to the window, and I look at this guy. And I'm like, wait a minute. This motherfucker just take my order? Did this dude literally just take my order and haul ass all the way inside and went up to the daggone window just to give me my food? And so I looked at him weird like, holy fucking shit. And the guy's like, yeah, we're twins. It's like he read my mind like he knew. I was like, really? And I looked down at his name tag. His name was Jason. I shit you not, guys. That was the only thing that was different. Their name tag was in the same spot of their shirt. Bo said in training. Their t-shirt looked identical, obviously, because it's uniform. I mean, their hair was the same color, same position. They had the same mask on. They had the same eye color. 
They had the same big ass eyes and the dry humor that's not really good. I mean, the same height. It didn't even look like this guy had a twin. It looked like it was the same dude. Like, literally. It looked like the only thing this man did was after he took my order, was go inside and just take off his name tag and put a new one on. Like, that's how identical these guys looked. Like, dead ass. And twins don't really find this as funny as we do. And we always tell them. They probably hear it so many times that they're like, okay, that's old. Alright, that's dumb. When we're like, hey, how do your, you know, have you ever tried to trick your parents and do this? And they always look at you like, you're a fucking moron. And, you know, I don't know why we do that, but every time we see twins or triplets or something, we're like, hey, do you ever trick your family and, like, pretend to be the other one? And they're like, yeah. Well, he told me, like, their mom makes them wear a different t-shirt. Like, because they like to wear the same shit, obviously. And their mom will tell them, hey, you wear a different t-shirt so I can tell who's who. He said they, when they were younger, they did switch classes because one was struggling in a class and the other one was very intelligent in that class. So they switched. Even though he just left that class, he went right back into the class. So he did two times. The only thing he traded was when he saw his brother in the hallway, they just switched books. And then he went right back to the same class. And then he went on to the other class. That's crazy, right? Imagine going into your fucking math class, go in the hallway and take your brother's books from him and go right back to that same exact math class you just left. That's hilarious. But, I don't know, man. His humor just didn't seem as, like, funny. And that's the problem with a lot of people. You either got these stuck-up people or you got these um, people that are already always pissed off or you have these people that are, like, no fun because they're depressed, which that sucks, I know. But... I love people with, like, dark sense of humor, morbid humor, or just humor in general. And that's why I levitate more to, like, Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, you know, my boy Chris, because I like crazy. Crazy's awesome. You know what I'm saying? It makes life more fun. But that was just mind-blowing. Me and my girlfriend are just sitting there, and I'm like, no way, because I've always been good at picking out who's who. So the fact that I couldn't even tell the difference between these two guys blew my fucking mind. It was crazy. I'll never forget it. So the story that I was telling y'all with Jim about the whole, um, you know, Febreze bottle following. I didn't really go into detail, okay? So before the house my parents live in now, we lived in a house. It was like a one-story house out in the middle of nowhere. You had no connection at all. Our Wi-Fi, we had some. It was a HughesNet Gen 4, which is ass. They fucking sit on the TV and promote their shit like it's so great, but that shit is fucking ass. And if you run out of Wi-Fi, they make you have to, they make you pay tokens. And for this many gigabytes, for like 10 gigabytes, it's fucking $30. It's ridiculous, right? <coughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. So for 10 gigabytes, that that's just dumb, in my opinion. That is just straight up dumb. I don't understand it at all. So, I'm like, alright, cool, whatever. So, back in 2008, there used to be like a family feud. 
Right. One family hated the other family. I think it was the um, the Shiflets versus the Morrises. Because in that town, it's a very small town, there's three families that are well known. You're either a Shiflet, a Morris, or Breeden. You know, my boy, my buddy Dylan was a Morris. His neighbor, Ali, uh, Alicia, Alicia, whatever the fuck her name is, Alicia. Yeah, she's a white girl. Crazy. She's a shiftlet. There used to be a feud in between the Morrises and the shiftlets. Okay. Oh, yeah, what's the other name? There's one more. Hensley. That one's so confusing. A Hensley. Because I think my girlfriend's mom's maiden name is Hensley. And it's so fucking confusing. Because Dylan's mom, she is originally a Hensley. My girlfriend's mom is a Hensley, but she's from Washington. She was born in Washington State, which it kind of throws it off a little bit. So her family must be from here. It's so confusing. Because like, like I told you guys, the main names in this part of Virginia is Hensley, Shiflet, Morse, Breeden. And that's definitely... Towards that little town I told you guys I used to live in. I'm going to call it E. So in the little town of E. Most of the people are named that. And there's some. You know exceptions there that. You know people have moved there that are not. One of those names like. My dad's uncle. Alan he's a Cole. Alan Cole. Um, He's from Baltimore though. But still like. That's an exception. Uh, Us. Adams, a lot of people say, yeah, that's not really a very common name around here. That's how we know that you did not belong around here. So let's get to the story. So there was a feud in between the Morrises and the Shiflets, the two families. And, like, when I say there's a feud, I mean it was real. Like, if they saw each other in a grocery store, they would beat the shit out of each other in a grocery store. That's how serious it got. So a guy decided to take it too far, and there was a house across the street from mine. It's just a driveway and a mailbox. You can see the the rocks, but then you see nothing but grass. When the driveway stops, all it is is grass. And then there's a mailbox at the end. I'm like, what the fuck? So it looks like a regular old driveway. Some dude shot another dude, murdered him, and then burned down his house. <laughs> I think that was back in 2008, and that's when the feud pretty much ended. They, like did like a peace treaty and just said like fuck that shit we're not doing that anymore like they're savages bro like Virginia cops don't fucking play and they came out there for a complaint and a fuck they cut a tree down and blocked the cop's car from going out and they walked up to him and said we can handle this don't you ever fucking come back here or it's gonna be bad for you wow that's savage dominoes won't even fucking come down my road they won't, they won't. Domino's is 10 minutes away and they wouldn't even come down the road. And it blows my mind because I'm like, yo, this has happened in like 2008. Y'all gotta understand, like, it's one long road. Like, when you enter the neighborhood, it's one long road. You might have like little, you know, roads coming off, you know, to go down to other ends. But mostly it's just like, you know, it's just one long road that has smaller roads hitting off and 
They're cul-de-sacs. So I'm hella confused. I'm like walking down all the roads. I walk down every fucking side road there is, right? Nothing. I'm like, what the fuck? And people, every time they hear that name of the road I lived on, they're like, oh. And they kind of get scared. And I'm like, hella confused. And I'm like, what? They treat that road like it's Amityville. You know how people talk about the Amityville horrors? Or they talk about like a um, a, psychi- a, psychi- a psychiatric hospital that have like killed millions of people. That's how they be acting like. I'm like, dude, it was a family feud that is now solved. Okay, so why is it such a big deal? And you know, I'm sitting here not understanding because the beef is dead. It's like been dead. Y'all got to think, it's 2017. This beef died in 2008. You know what I'm saying? That's nine years ago. You know, I'm from Rocky Mount, where people die every day. They get robbed. They get murdered. You know, we have a lot of gang violence. We got a lot of robberies. You know, even the uptown is starting to look like downtown. You know, it's starting to get rough. So, like, I'm used to people being murdered. I mean, the town I live in is like a small wannabe Detroit. Like, it's bad. We're like a mini Detroit, and we're not even a big city. We're not even, like, the size of, like you know, Raleigh, or fucking New York City, or anything like that, we're not even a big city, we're a small city, a really small city, you know, and the murder rate is ridiculous, so y'all could see why I'm like, don't really give a fuck, because you know, I'm living in the mountains, in the middle of fuck nowhere, y'all talking about people killing each other on this road, y'all had like, the neighborhood I live in, it's like 24-7 purge. It's not. I walked down every road. I even dragged a deer carcass. Don't I don't want to talk about it. I'll, <laughs> no, I'm not a necrophiliac or bestiality. I'm not. For some reason, I just picked up this deer carcass and just dragged it back to my house. And the smell of it didn't bother me. It had like little bits of blood on it. And it had hair from where, you know, the deer's fur. And I broke it apart. Man, breaking bones is kind of hard. The way they crack is okay. Let's let's not get weird. Let's not get fucking weird. So I did all that talking just to get to this fucking story, but I needed to get that out of there so y'all understand. I think the guy that died in that house was also roaming around in my part of the house. Okay, so when y'all come in my house, you go up the porch. You come in, the dining room and living room is connected. It's literally one room. I just call it the living room. We just use the front portion of it, you know, TV, couch, recliners. We call that part the living room. And then we call the backside the dining room where we have the big long table with the long stools and, you know, the gun safe sitting there. And then, you know, the little furnace um, to heat up the house and shit like that. And then the back door. So to your left, it's like a doorway. Like a big square doorway. But it's not a doorway. It's just the frame of it. And it's the kitchen. So it's like one big fucking room. The kitchen, 
the dining room, living room, it's just one big fucking square. It, it's really weird. And then it's like my bedroom, well, the guest room, and then you go down a little bit, it's my room, and then in front of that's the bathroom, and to the left, it's kind of like the laundry room. The house is just one big fucking square. Like, if you remove one or two walls, it's just one big fucking rectangle. If you knock down my room wall and knock down the guest wall and just remove that wall in between the bathroom and the kitchen, (laughs) it's one big fucking square. Like, dead ass. It's just one big fucking foundation. It's really crazy. It's just one fucking room. It's weird how it's set up. And then when you come out the side door, because in the laundry room there's another door, you come out the side door, it's cool because the porch comes all the way around. It wraps around, right? So in my bathroom, I had a Febreze bottle and a Glide bottle sitting on the back of the toilet. Sometimes when we had the washer and dryer on because we got, you know, two new ones, they would shake. The ones we had before would shake real badly against the wall, and the wall's very fucking thin. So we would just sit there and be like, okay, that's pretty weird. And it'd vibrate. And sometimes I would hear the fucking thing go off, like, off of the fucking table, you know? Well, the toilet seat, obviously, not off the table, because it's not a fucking table at all. But I would hear it vibrate and go off of the toilet. And I'm like, what the fuck? But one day, I couldn't explain it. I went, and I was doing a Snapchat, and I was in the uh, kitchen. All of a sudden, I heard something go, ba-doom. I was like, what the fuck? I go in there, and a Febreze bottle's laying on the floor. You know, I used to sit it beside the toilet, but for some reason, I'd sat it on top of the toilet. And I don't know why I just didn't continue to just, I don't know why I did that. I was weird. So I put it back up. And I shit you not guys. The Febreze bottle fell over again. But it wouldn't happen like the same day. Or like a day after. It would be a few days in between. And sometimes I would be laying in bed. Or I would be roaming the house. It would happen in daylight. Or nighttime. And I was like okay. What the fuck is going on here. So like I told you guys. I went to the bathroom to take a shit. And I'm shitting, and all of a sudden the Febreze bottles behind me, fuck it, they just slides right off. And it hits the floor. I'm like, what the fuck? Mainly it happens when I'm not in the bathroom, right? So I pick up the Febreze bottle, and I sit it beside the toilet on the floor. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you. So nothing else happens. I'm like, okay, we're good. So I go back to my room, and I grab my clothes, because I'm about to take me a shower. I go in the bathroom, close the door... I'm in the shower, and I tell you guys, um, it wasn't one of those showers where it has a curtain. It's one where it's like a uh, glass box, like in the horror movies, and you could see through the box. You could see people come in the bathroom, and they could see you. Yeah, it's one of those. So I slid the door open and got in, and I'm looking. I don't know what made me think about it, but when I was opening the door, it's about to step in. I looked at the Glad bottle, Glide, Glad, whatever you want to call it, Glade, I think it's Glade, I think it's that brand Glade, G-L-A-D-E, and I've just been calling it Glad, like the trash bags, God, I'm a fucking moron, so the Glade bottle is just like the Febreze bottle, 
If you take a shit, you spray it up in the air to make it smell better, right? This one was like a white bottle, and it had like a brown top on it. I shit you not, you guys. I've always been uh, skeptical of ghosts. My friends would always go in abandoned places, be like, I heard children, or I saw something. And me, I would never see shit. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. I'd never see or hear anything, or even feel anything. So I'm like, yeah. I might just start a YouTube channel and call it Skeptic Nick. And just do like what these YouTubers go into abandoned places. But I'm not fucking messing with a Ouija board. I'm not doing that. I'm going to go into abandoned place and like see if we could talk to ghosts and stuff. And I'm going to be fucking skeptic about it. I don't know. After the Trans Allegheny thing. Alright, I'm going to get in that later. Shit you not guys. I watched this Glade bottle start sliding across the toilet. Shit you not. The washer and dryer is not on. The reason why I know this because the way our washer and dryer was hooked up, if you had those on, the shower would be cold. So we would always make sure those were both off before we took a shower, right? I watched this bitch slide like somebody had their hand on the back of it and just started pushing it. It didn't lift off the toilet. It didn't vibrate off the toilet. It looked like somebody was actually sliding it. And I shit you not, I was like, what the fuck? And then it slid off and I caught it before it hit the floor. I was like, what the fuck? Whoever's in here, stop fucking with me. I don't know who you are, what you want. But that was it. That was the only thing that would happen is the fucking Febreze bottle would fall off the toilet. And the Glade bottle would fall. So I picked both of them up and I put them beside the toilet and was like, you know what? Fuck that. And ever since, it never happened again. And then last year, about um, February, we moved out of the house. My parents, I've always been the last person to get everything out. Like, I cleaned my whole room out, but I go behind my parents and I fucking make sure that um, everything's out. Because my parents never double-check shit. Before I get in the story about Trans-Allegheny... There was a house we lived in before that one, right? It was, we lived there for 10 years. For some reason, me cleaning up the house and leaving reminded me of this, right? So, we had this nice two-story house. It was kind of creepy a little bit, because when you're in the living room, the stairs are kind of behind you. kind of has like a horror movie theme. Like, if you sit in front of the TV, and you hold the camera up, in front of me sitting on the couch if you get it at a perfect angle you could have somebody walk down the stairs sit on the stairs put their hands on the like the bars like they're in prison and look through at you and then they could walk back upstairs or walk down a little bit more and hide behind the wall and then you could turn around and like not see them and the camera won't see them either it's so fucking creepy dude and if y'all want to see what the house looks like back then, just type in um, Joker Asylum. I spelled it wrong as a kid. I put the L before the Y, so it's J-O-K-E-R-A-S-L-Y-U-M. Yeah, I'm an idiot. And go to the one where I'm talking about the Purge. It's not that far down. I'm wearing like a blue, what's it fucking called? A robe with a... Black hat with gray flames on it. 
You click on that video, don't even listen to what the retarded shit I had to say. Just look behind me and you'll see the stairs and you'll see the kitchen and everything. You'll see how the house is set up. So you can get a vision of what I'm talking about. So we left and we had a downstairs bathroom. I've been in it a lot. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's been in that bathroom. So I was I was with some homies, you know, and they left. They're like, yo, like, you know, we'll holla at you later. Even at the new house, you can still come and hang out with us because they lived in the neighborhood still. And I was like, all right, cool. I went underneath the fucking sink and there's these notes written. See, what happened was the people that lived there before us, the guy and girl were dating. But then the girl ended up cheating on him. And going and marrying my neighbor's oldest brother. I've met my neighbor. Obviously. And I met his. The older brother and the new wife. Right. But I guess that guy. Didn't know. When we spoke to him and stuff. I guess he didn't know. That he left the letters there. So I'm looking and I'm reading. And your handwriting's a little sloppy. But I'm sitting there like holy shit. This guy left this behind. This is amazing. This is cool as shit. You know? I don't know where they went. I, they're like a storage box somewhere because we move so goddamn much. <laughs> Excuse my language. But, alright, so talking about ghosts, I'm probably going to save that for another episode because there's a lot of things I want to talk about and that was a really crazy episode that me and Jim were talking about I didn't really go deep into the trans Allegheny thing but I really would like to talk about that on another episode I'll probably do that Tuesday because this one's going to be uploaded Thursday and today's Wednesday so I'm probably going to upload that one Tuesday but that one's going to be really cool I might have my girlfriend on that one she don't really talk you know she's really quiet so I'm just like shh that's why I don't have her on the podcast, because I do most of the talking. So, another crazy thing that happened to me. Oh my god, I tell you guys, I had this phone back in the day. Okay, I started off with a uh, Net 10. You buy it at fucking Walmart. Little track phone. And then I upgraded to this orange and black Sprint Rumor 2. Look it up. It was orange. And it was slide with the keyboard. Um... My mom fucked, like, a lot of them up. Like, the first two she washed. And then, I think the third one, the fucking battery fucked up and put a new battery in. And then when the keyboard, you could slide the keyboard out. But the moment you slide it back in, it cut the phone off. That thing was a piece of shit. The phone itself. I think I did a review on the channel, too. (laughs) If you go back to that Joker Asylum channel that I don't use anymore... With the fucking shitty graphics due to YouTube's uh, fucking cam. Because I use my laptop and record off of YouTube's little camera. And you can only do 15 minutes. And I did like a review on the phone. And the pants that I'm wearing. Fun fact. They're in the drawer right now. And I think I could actually. Is that the pants right there? I can see the black strap hanging out of my drawer. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm 23, about to be fucking 24, and I can still fit in fucking pajamas I wore when I was 13. Something ain't right, you guys. Something ain't right. So, yeah. If y'all want to know what that phone looks like, just go. You'll see the fucking phone review. It's trash anyways. So, I was sitting in front of the TV, 
Like I told you guys at that fucking creepy house. And I had the house phone with me all the time. Because it cost me money to talk on my cell phone. Minutes, right? It cost a lot. But my phone, well my house phone was free. And me and my girlfriend at the time, Samantha, my first ever girlfriend, we talk on the phone a lot. And sometimes my mom would get mad because I'd accidentally be like, hey, I got to be right back. And then I'd leave Samantha on the phone for like an hour or two. And Samantha would sit there and wait for me. My mom would pick up the phone and be like, hello? Nick, hang up with her and tell her you're going to call her back. Don't leave her on the phone. I was like, I'm sorry, I forgot. Shit was hilarious to me. It was fucking hilarious. Actually, it's not really that funny now, but I was sitting there, and I had the cell phone, and, well, I didn't know where my cell phone was at the time. At the time, okay, at that very moment, I didn't have my cell phone. I didn't know where it was. I forgot where I put it, okay? I had the house phone sitting directly beside me. It rings. Okay, Nick, what's so creepy about the fucking house phone ringing? Well, you guys, I looked at it. It's my cell phone calling the house phone. You know why I know it's the cell phone? Because I still have that same motherfucking number since I was 13. Since the first phone I've ever had, I've had that same fucking number. Yeah, I've had several phones. I went from the Net 10 to the Sprint Rumor... Three of those, I had the iPhone 4, the iPhone 5C, the iPhone 6S Plus, and then I had the iPhone 8, and then I had the iPhone 10, which I have now, iPhone X. So I'm sitting there like, okay, why is my phone calling? Okay. I answer it, hello? Nothing. It hangs up. I freak out. I'm looking around like, did I butt dial? And you know, if you butt dial it, you can hear it and it echoes, right? I didn't hear echo or nothing. It was just plain like nothing. I didn't hear white noise. I didn't hear shit. I was like, oh, where the fuck is my cell phone? And then it clicked. It's upstairs charging. And let me tell you guys, my stairs is not just like straight up. Those bitches are like spiral, kind of. You go up a little bit, and then you turn. And let me tell you, anybody can get me. They could jump down the stairs and grab me. They can hop over the rail and fall right on top of me, and I'd be fucked. You know what I'm saying? When When I went upstairs, before I went up there, I grabbed the butcher knife out of the kitchen. I'm like, nah, motherfucker, nobody's gonna get me. And I walked in and I opened up my sister's door and I looked to the left. And I looked to the right because my parents' room is down the hall a little bit. But if somebody's booking it, they can easily tackle me down the stairs or tackle me into my sister's room as quick as possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, the hallway's not that long. Literally, they wouldn't even have to put a a lot of effort into running. They can literally just do, like, four or five steps and boom they tackle me in my sister's room all they had to take is like one or two because it's like her door frame is right there at the edge of the step and then if they bust out of my room and run straight towards me well i'm going down the fucking stairs 
and it's going to be one hell of a fucking fall. But uh, we're going to stop because uh, the stairwell's not straight. It's fucking curved. It makes like a, um, I don't know what kind of shape it makes. It makes kind of like an Ellis shape. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if I have videos of me sitting on the fucking stairwell. I don't. I don't remember at all. So I'm sitting there like, okay, let me look at my sister's room. I look, nothing. So I close her door because me and her share a bathroom. So if uh, if Ghostface is behind my door, all he has to do is walk into the bathroom through that door, open up the other door and it leads to my sister's room, then walk out her main door and he'll be right behind me and he could stab me. So even if I stand in front of my door, my bedroom door before I open it, Scream can literally be on the opposite side. And right when I'm open it, he can just go into the bathroom, come out into my sister's room, come into the hallway and be right behind me. And I am fucked. He just stabbed me in the back. I'm done. It's over. So I go in my room and I close the door behind me. I look into the bathroom. I'm thinking, God, the bedroom door is going to fucking open. So I walk over to my bed and I look in the closet real quick and I turn around and make sure nobody's coming out of the bathroom. Because, like, my bathroom, it takes, like, four or five steps, and boom, I could be attacked. So Ghostface can, like, literally just fucking come out of the bathroom while I'm looking in the closet, and I'm fucked. Yeah, the way this house is set up is I was fucked anyway. Anyway, I was always fucked. So I sat on the bed and looked at my phone, and it said, call home. And it was just, like, in my catalog, and I was just like... What the fuck? And it freaked me out. It gave me the chills that I took off running, opened the door, ran down the stairs, and went outside and just stood in my fucking driveway and just looked at the house like, fuck this shit. I'm staring at the window because we have a window in the middle of the stairwell, right? So I'm like in the road and I'm looking at that stairwell because... You could see my sister's window and you could see my parents' window, but they're both like closed. The blinds are closed, right? But the way that uh, when you're standing in the yard, you could see the downstairs windows and you could see somebody passing through if they're like in the kitchen. You could see if somebody's in the kitchen. If the blinds are open, you could see who's ever in the kitchen and you could also see who's in the living room, right? But also you could see where the stairwell in the middle if the blinds are open, you could see the top portion of the stairs and you could see if somebody's coming out of my room or coming out of my sister's room or coming out of my mom's room or going into any of those rooms, you could fucking see. Especially my door, you could see straight attic. And that was what I was doing. I was just standing in the yard in broad daylight. I think it was about maybe like noon or maybe one or two. And I was just staring to see if my fucking door was going to open. Or clothes, or anybody, or any spirit, or anything was going to walk out that bitch like, what's up? But there was no recollection of anybody dying in that house. And the person who lived there before, they got that written in notes. I think uh, Kayla, my neighbor's friend, her dad lived there. He was the first person to live there. So nobody's died there. So I'm like, okay, so why the fuck did my phone do that? It was creepy. Another time at that house, we actually had an earthquake. It wasn't really an earthquake. It happened in Japan. But for some reason, it traveled all the way to America and had an aftershock. I thought it was my dog, Baby. Baby was upstairs, 
underneath my dad's bed and sometimes you would itch yourself and it smacked the floor but it started vibrating real heavy and i'm like bro what the fuck is going on baby you need to stop scratching yourself mom called me it was like bro that's not baby that was an after that was an aftershock and my dad didn't feel it because he was in his truck driving on the way home so he didn't feel it and i remember going to class the next day and our teachers you know were talking about it you know, while we were sitting in class, the teachers would mention it to us. It was fucking crazy. It was like a fucking shit show. I think it happened when I was in eighth grade. Yeah, I was in eighth grade when that shit happened. It was wild. I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on here, y'all? This is just beyond crazy in my opinion. Um, What else happened to me that was crazy? Oh, when I was with my boys, Daniel and Benjamin, there's a little town called Wendell they used to live in. But they had this uh, cul-de-sac, right? And there was this dirt path at the end of this cul-de-sac that went in between the trees, right? There was trees on both sides. It was a dirt path. Looked like a fucking horror movie, right? We go, and there's this truck sitting there. I shit you not, there's this truck, and the motherfucker kept turning around and following us. While we were on our bikes, so me and Daniel, we would book it and go down their driveway, whatever. And we forgot that their mom was babysitting a kid. So we uh, we had our bikes and we sat them down. Because we kept like trying to figure out who this person was because they had tinted windows. It felt like the car was turning on by itself and fucking just, it would loop around and fucking follow us. And then they would pass us and keep driving and then turn around and go back to the cul-de-sac and sit there. Yeah, tell me that's not creepy, and tell me they're not fucking pedophiles or predators, or I don't know why they were sitting there. Nobody lives there besides that fucking dirt path, and they're not going down the dirt path, so why are y'all just chilling there? And why y'all keep turning around following us? You know what I'm saying? So, we forgot that his mom was babysitting somebody, so we decided not to go near that truck anymore. We forgot what the truck looked like. So a truck pulls up in the driveway. And me and Daniel, we book it. Like, I don't even think I've ran that fast in a long time. And we ran into the back door. And we, like, just, like, said, fuck it. And then we realized when the person walked in, we were like, oh, that's that girl's daddy. I forgot that. We were babysitting. Whatever. Also, that same house, there was a neighbor two doors down named Jasper. And he had a dog named Ginger, right? So behind us, there was a big open field. So beside us, we had some Mexicans named Saul and Raw. Raw was really young. I think he was nine years old. And he would always say to Daniel and me, Do you want to play? Yeah, that kid could be in a fucking horror movie by like, Do you want to play? Do you want to play with me? Yeah, fucking creepy kid. And uh, beside them was Jasper and his dog Ginger. And then behind our house, behind their houses were nothing but a field, right? It was a field that was like really, really like clean. There was no crops or nothing. It was just a flat field, right? So Daniel was like, hey, let's, let's go on the field. I was like, all right. So we left his yard and jumped over a ditch. And he said, watch this. And we're looking towards like Jasper's house, right? You can't really see it, but we're looking in that direction. He goes, oh, it's not Ginger. Hold on, hold on. The dog's not named Ginger. I'm sorry. That was another dog. This dog was named Honey. And he goes, Honey. I'm like, what are you doing, dumbass? He was like, watch. All of a sudden, this dog is running right towards us. And I'm looking at it like, oh, my God. 
and we start taking off running. We hop over the ditch, and the dog never jumped over the ditch. It would just turn around and go back home, and we would do it. We'd be like, honey, and it looked like we were in the fucking Sandlot movie. You know how the uh, dog jumps over the fence and starts chasing the boy? Love that movie. That's what it felt like. The dog was running right at us. Like, you could see it, like, book it out of its yard and come running right towards us. I think we jumped over the ditch and uh, Benjamin jumped over and stopped. And then the dog jumped over and, like, landed right in front of him and, like, was in, like, a a predator stance. Like, I'm going to pounce on you. But I can't remember what happened after that. I don't think it did. I was like, yeah, fuck that. And we did it one more time and it scared the shit out of me because it actually jumped and came in the yard. And I slipped on some mud and fell a little bit. But then I hopped on the trampoline like, nah, bitch, you're not going to get me. I ain't going to die today. I am not going to die fucking today. That's not going to happen. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Not going to fucking happen. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not dying today. Of course, Jasper figured out what was happening, and he told Daniel and Benjamin's parents, and they were like, y'all need to stop doing that. And he ended up putting his dog in the kennel, and we weren't able to have fun with the dog anymore. The dog wasn't vicious. It was just having fun. But you know what? People had to ruin that. It is what it is, though. They live in, like, Rocky Mount now in a very nice house. They've lived there for a few years next door to... um. A music teacher, he ain't really, he's a, one of the music teachers that, you know, in middle school you you sign up to be in a band. He was a band teacher, that's what he was, and they lived next door to them. They had a son named Michael, he was a little annoying, but he's a grown-ass man now. He's probably like at least 18 years old, if not, he has to at least be anywhere from 17 to 20 Cause I know he wasn't that old. He was younger than us, but he has to at least be from seventeen to twenty now. I don't know. I might have to look him up. I don't know. It's crazy how some people change. Like me, I I still look the same. Maybe my baby face is gone a little bit, but I still look the same. Like you could point out, hey, that's Nick Adams. Even when I change my hairdo, you're like, yeah, that still looks like Nick. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Oh man, I hope hopefully you guys, I didn't stumble over my words too bad, you know, because I do stutter and stumble over words like right now, and sometimes my ADD gets in the way, and I start like going on about some fucking bullshit. Like earlier when I was telling y'all about the freaking Febreze bottle, I went on the whole backstory. But I think it's interesting because uh, there was a um, country artist. I actually got her tape that my mom's father really loved listening to. Y'all got to understand, my papa was born in 1932. He loved this artist. Her name is Patsy Klein, right? And it's so weird because, like, Dylan's mom is related to her. And I'm wondering, like, is Caitlin's mom, my girlfriend's mom, is she related to her? Um, Dylan's girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend, which was weird because we saw a woman at Chick-fil-A today. She's in training, super nice. She's skinny, but she has the same face the same kind of personality and the same like vibe as star her real name is like cheryl or shannon or shannon hensley she's a slut but she's so fucking funny you can't tell like she's a slut she is she's like 30 something years old and she likes guys that are like in their like early 20s i mean she's very dramatic and full of drama and shit 
She is, but, like, when you hang out with her, when she's, like, really super fucking funny, she's hilarious. She tells it how it is, but, you know, if you've been around her too long, eventually you'll see the drama side of her, and then you'll be like, yeah, abandon ship, abandon ship. But her last name is Hensley. She says that she's related to Patsy Cline, but Dylan's like, Dylan's mom's like, fuck, no, she's not. She might be a Hensley, but they're, she's not the same Hensley. So I'm like, is there two fucking bloodlines of Hensley? Like one that's related to Patsy Cline and a Hensley bloodline that's not related to her? I'm so hella confused. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast. I'm going to do another one next week, and I'm going to add on to that story of the uh, Trans-Allegheny and all that. I think I might have told the story before, but I'm going to tell it again. I got to go pick up my girlfriend, and I am going to be late. I was supposed to leave here at 1230, 12.40 at the latest, and it's 12.44. So, yeah, I hope you guys have a good night, and I will catch you all in the next episode. Peace.